de la Cruz, the greatest musician of all time. Trevor, we're clear. friends and welcome to this week's episode of the florida project podcast where three dudes talk mostly about walt disney world if you like disney and you like podcasts you will probably like the florida project my name is jason there's michael hi there's will hello and we represent the florida project guild we represent the florida project guild if you want to join the guild tweet your thoughts to at tfp underscore podcast and use the hashtag TFP Live. Uh, if you'd like to support the show and get access to our exclusive podcasts, TFP Extra, Extra, and TFP Exclusive, Exclusive, become one of our Patreon saints over at Patreon.com/TFP Podcast. In this week's Extra, we will talk about the new Frozen short, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And in this month's episode of TFP Exclusive, we'll discuss our favorite and least favorite movies, TV podcasts and books of 2017 so if you're not already a patreon saint go and sign up and check it out now in this episode uh we'll discuss some nonsense and small topics michael will give us some news will will let us know what's tweeting and then we'll review and discuss disney pixar's latest film coco in both non-spoilery and spoilery review segments all of that and more is coming up in this week's episode of the Florida Project. It's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small, small, small topics. Uh, before we jump into small topics, um, we've been experiencing and people have been reporting, reporting some feed issues with our RSS feeds. So we are working on it. But if you're experiencing trouble getting... Uh, episodes, either current episodes like this one, but if you're experiencing trouble getting this one, then you know maybe you're not hearing this. Or older episodes, please uh, email us at info at TFP Podcast and let us know and let us know what uh, podcatcher you're using so that we can get it worked out. We're we're talking to the people who make our or the hosting company that um, hosts the website and the the company that makes the plugin where we publish our feed. So we just need to figure out. Whose problem it is so that we can bark up the right tree. But yeah. first try turning it off and turning it back on. Well, obviously. See if that does it. Yeah. And then hit it. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah. Like, especially in the car. Just hit the other uh, radio. Yeah. That's what I do. It didn't work. Um, all right. Small topic. The first. A lot of folks are planning trips to Walt Disney World over the holidays. And as we all know, a lot of the studios is closed right now. So. Um, for a trip where you don't have a park hopper, would you recommend uh, one day at each park, including Hollywood Studios, or would you recommend, uh, instead of Hollywood Studios, a second day of the Magic Kingdom? Isn't this easy? It's two easy day. for me. It's two days in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But Unless you love Star Wars more than life itself. Are, are we limited to four days? Yeah, it's Take a four-day trip. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a little difficult this holiday season because Hollywood Studios has upped their holiday festivities game. Or have they downed it? Like, I don't want to get into a whole thing about those lights, but, (laughs) like, people are kind of mad about it. Oh, the Osborne lights? Yeah. 
But uh, now they have all those projections on the Tower of Terror. That's true. And Jingle Bell, Jingle. Bam. And who doesn't like projection mapping? And we saw it on the Walt Disney World Christmas special. Like, it looks really cool. Yeah. But. If Hansen you, performed If there. you're going for Walt Disney World magic, I'm sorry. I love the projections. I need something more than projections and Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster and Star Tours. And Fantasmic. Oh yeah, and Galactic Nights. But half of the st- it's not or on spectacular. Right now. Galact- it's coming though, in a couple, and it'll be in the news. Well, yeah, but <laughs> like, stay tuned. <laughs> I mean, why would you go at Rope Drop? Or actually, you would go at Rope Drop to do Toy Story, Rock and Roller Coaster, and, to- and uh, Tower of Terror. And I, then you're hanging out. Then you're hanging out after you did an Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. <sighs> um, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, Little Mermaid. Literally, you're done now, unless you have kids for Disney Junior. Yeah. I think it's like, do you do that in a resort day or a half day at like yeah. the pool or whatever? Is our, our nighttime spectaculars worth it to you? Because remember then, also, you have to choose between Fantasmic or the other one, the way the uh, the times always work. Yeah. Typically. Yeah, that's true. So, Probably not during like the holiday season. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. They'll probably have plenty of shows. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. I think you're right. I would always prefer another day at the Magic Kingdom. Um, I think just for like the crowd handling alone. But if you don't want to, doing like a half day at Hollywood Studios and like a Disney Springs half day or evening. Oh, yeah, I didn't um, think about that. Yeah, but that's that's $110 just for like five things to do. Yeah, and I what guess. What if you don't like thrill rides? It, then that takes out Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. But what if you do like thrill rides and you don't like the Magic Kingdom rides? Yeah. Like those kind of rides. That's like true. I think it depends on your audience, well, then too. You should, no, I'll be serious with it. You should go to Islands of Adventure. <laughs> like, instead. You should. You would be better served over there. Mm, that's a good. I, I, go check out Harry Potter on that day. Yeah. Get a three day ticket. I, yeah, absolutely. That's true. Yeah. If you're not into the, like, the, the Disney magic, you know, Magic Kingdom to go back, absolutely. What if you go to the Magic Kingdom your first day and you actually are able to do everything? Not like literally everything, but everything you want to do. <laughs> then that would be a first, quite frankly, for anybody. But I see your point. Then you definitely don't. I'm sorry. There, there's not enough there to justify a one-day ticket. Okay. Unless you're a big Disney nerd and, you know, you want to see everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're talking Disney Junior is one of one of the major attractions. And... Okay. I mean, they count BB-8, the meet and greet, as his own attraction. When you're looking at the <laughs> list of things, like, you go through the Magic Kingdom, you're scrolling mm-hmm. through Hollywood Studios. You scroll. Oh, done. Yeah. You That's still, true. Like the former Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I love, don't don't get me wrong, there's a lot I love at Hollywood Studios, but I, I wouldn't justify a one-day ticket. Yeah. Yeah, just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I, I, I get it, but yeah. All right. Um, Christmas is coming. What? Yeah. Uh, folks have a lot of opinions on how early is too early to put up Christmas decorations, but how late is too late? Like, if you haven't done it by X date, you should just not do it. Without extenuating circumstances, you've just been lazy or something? Yeah, even like, with it. I mean, well, like you're sick or you're out of town or something, and I don't know. Yeah, but even so, like, when is the point that you've been sick or out of town for so long yeah. that you shouldn't, like, don't even get down the tree? Well, you know, I don't even... Uh, I, not to just be contrary, I would say December 26th. Like, oh, yeah? Or the 25th, maybe. Like, you know, if something happened and you can come, you get back Christmas Eve, you put that tree up. If you're going to be there on Christmas morning, put the tree up. All right. Yeah. I would agree. 
Um, I would probably agree, but uh, I'm gonna go with maybe the weekend before, like not not the 23rd, but like the 17th. If you haven't gotten your stuff up by uh, then, may I amend? The Unless like you put out a little tree, but that's it. Like, may I amend the question though? Yeah. Like, I was just thinking you have to put a tree up. Like, I think the question would be better suited is like. All your Christmas stuff. Yeah, You're that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the like, yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll give you December fifteenth at the latest. Yeah, at the very latest. Otherwise, it's not worth your time because yeah. you just got to take all that stuff right down. I yep. know my um my mother when she was still teaching, mm-hmm. um she didn't have much time to put up her Christmas decorations until school was like out for the holiday. So sometimes if she didn't do it like over the Thanksgiving holiday, um she would then wait until school was out, which typically was like you know, like three or four days before yeah. Christmas Day, maybe a week at most. And and then she would put all of them out. Sounds to me like you could have helped out a little bit. I could have, mm. but I wasn't there. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but she's a, she'll leave them up for yeah, she'll leave well them up for after while, Christmas. Yeah, yeah I, no, I, I don't, like we don't May, do that. May, June? <laughs> no. How long after Christmas? <laughs> by, by New Year's, though, right? No. No, she'll leave them up. For a Sometimes few weeks into January. Like, yeah. how long is she still plugging in the lights, though? That's the question. Until she takes a timer. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. She's um, been known to go into February, like a she day or has two gone into, into February, February before, yes. I don't care for that. Yeah. She's a nice lady. Not intentionally. But I don't care for that. She, if you leave your stuff on the inside, that's I don't, That's your business. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is all inside stuff. Yeah, but I'm the light, about. like outdoor lights, how long no. are we talking there? I think outdoor lights, you can go until Epiphany. And when's that? It's like... Uh, I don't know. Whenever the wise men got there, the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, it's the twelve the, days of Christmas. So it's twelve days after Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, I, I figure after New Year's you don't plug the lights in outside anymore. Uh, I, I think know. you can if if you're celebrating the twelve it days also of Christmas. Depends you know on what, what, what you want. It yeah. also depends First on what your lights are. If they're not like super Christmassy, like if you just have white lights. Yeah. They could be sn- uh, for now. If there's icicles. snow afoot, then absolutely. You, you always plug the lights back in and get some good pictures for the Christmas card. Next <laughs> for next year. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Yep. The um, I think the New Year's thing is a very Southern thing. You have to have them down by. We New like Year's to Day. get moving down yep. here, even though we talk really slowly. Well, you have them down by New Year's Day because it's bad luck to keep them up. Yeah. For whatever reason. Black eyed peas. I think the only time I wouldn't put up a Christmas decoration if I had like some sort of circumstance where I couldn't until like. Christmas Eve is if I didn't get home until like midnight of Christmas Eve. It's like I'm not gonna like put up a tree. Yeah. And there are the people who put up the Christmas like your mom was one of these when she was a kid, they put up the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. Yeah. But they put out all the rest of their Christmas stuff. Yeah. Decorations before then. So if that's what you do, then that's cool too. All right. Uh spoiler alert. The Frozen short at the beginning of Coco is all about holiday traditions. What is your favorite holiday tradition? I don't know. I think it's adorable to put the tree up on Christmas Eve with everybody. <laughs> I think that's that's really adorable. Yeah. I, I never heard of that before. And they would go get the tree. Yeah, that's like a, that was like a new oh, oh, you're talking like bottom of the barrel trees on Christmas Eve, right? What's left? Was they would go cut them down. They're in Virginia. Oh, it was man. a different time. You just said New England. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mid-Atlantic. <laughs> Mid-Atlantic. <laughs> Whatever. It seems so obvious, but I, probably just putting up the Christmas tree. Yeah. That's a good one. Like, it's not the most enjoyable task sometimes because, like, you got to haul everything out and you got mm-hmm. you find light bulbs that are out and you got to replace this and that. And I just throw away so many strands of lights. Yeah, you're constantly running to the store Boy, to, to buy something that broke. And so that part's not, like, the most enjoyable. But there's something about, like, 
putting up your Christmas tree that reminds you of like when you were a kid and the excitement that the day that you were putting up your Christmas tree and you'd have white Christmas on on the TV in the background. <laughs> and there was like a sequence to putting the ornaments on. Like you knew when you got to the candy canes, at least in our house, that was like the final piece that you put on the fake, little, there's these fake little candy oh, canes. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. We had the snowflakes. And the tinsel and like, um, so that part, because then it's like, regardless of when you're doing it, it's like, all right, Christmas is really here. Yep. Your tree's up. I know why we didn't just put on the snowflakes and call it a day, because that's pretty much what you see on my parents' tree. Man, you got to get you all gotta the You got to get the lights, and then the ornaments, and then the snowflakes, and then they're all hand crocheted, first of all. Oh, the cool. snowflakes? Yeah, the snowflakes. Oh, Big nice. deal. Yeah. Who cr- hand crocheted them? Family. <laughs> Various. I, I don't remember. La Familia. La Familia. Maybe my mom will write in and let us know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let us know. Here's another tradition I've started really enjoying. Uh, Are you going to say not putting up a tree? <laughs> no, I didn't put up a tree last year, but I did put up what a I monster. just did yesterday. I don't, I'm not there. I'm not at my place on Christmas or Christmas Eve. I'm at my parents, and they have all the stuff. I have a random Christmas. I have a couple of ornament trees, a couple of little trees, and a bunch of other stuff. In fact, I'm going to go to Home Depot or somewhere and buy some of that garland. And not, I mean, like, what's the... the the greenery mm-hmm. and put lights in it and put some of that around up the oh, uh, yeah. the stairwell and stuff. Well, that's my nice. next. Uh, that's my next goal. Like real stuff or like no like fake. fake. Get out of here! Come on, real. Yeah, I can't get the stuff that already has the lights in it. Oh, that's a good idea too. Yeah. Except that'll bite me because that's what happened. That's another reason I didn't put up my tree last year. Or oh wait, the year before I didn't do anything because I was. M- no, last year I didn't do anything because I was mad. That's what it was because I hurt my leg training uh, for that yeah. stupid yeah. half marathon and I didn't put anything up because I was mad. The year before I did random Christmas stuff and that was because I took my uh, pre-lit Christmas tree out and half the lights were out. And that was uh. you know a two-year process where one strand goes out and another strand goes out <laughs> and then only one was left. I was like, forget it. Yep. No tree. Scrooge. All right. But my, that's not my tradition. My tradition is not complaining about decorating. <laughs> my tradition is we've always been a big Christmas Eve family. Growing up, we had a big party at my grandparents' house where the entire family would come over. And now it's gone down oh, to we, do. we have a giant like dinner now with just my immediate family. And we go do other big family on Christmas Day afternoon. But the big giant dinner on Christmas Eve. And then uh, preceded by a little Star Wars in the afternoon. Nice. That's good. A New Hope? No. Well, last year it was Rogue One. Oh, nice. So this year it will be Last Jedi. In fact, oh, you go to the movies. We go to the movies. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Because the year before we saw Force Awakens on Christmas Day. But that's a that's a whole thing. That's a busy Christmas day because then yeah. you got to get the family. It was it was yeah. too much. The Christmas Christmas Eve afternoon, that's what we're going to do. And then come back and eat dinner. And maybe stop by the store and pick up some porgs. Well, no, we already got the the meat in the oven. I don't think <laughs> you can make some pork rinds. <laughs> <laughs> um, my family also does the Christmas Eve, or my side of the family also does the Christmas Eve. That's when the big gathering is, um, which I've always loved that. But my tradition, I think, is the um, watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, as the start, like that is the official start of Christmas time. When Santa Claus shows up at the end? Uh, yeah, but I don't, you know, I'm mainly in it for the performances, especially the first hour of the Broadway performances before the parade gets into wherever the square is. Yeah. Um, but that's my favorite is, is watching the parade uh, and then plotting my Christmasing things. So you do like the tree the next day. And mm-hmm. 
So, all right, good small talk. News, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we definitely didn't already do the news and forget to record it, and are now redoing the news. So, get ready for some non-pre-planned witty banter. So that's right, Bob. <laughs> so Star Wars, a galactic spectacular is going to return on December 15th at Disney's Hollywood Studios with Star Wars, the last Jedi scenes being added. So at that point, it, both shows Star Wars, a galactic spectacular and Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam will run each night through the end of December. And then it'll just go back to Star Wars, a galactic spectacular starting January 1st. The New Last Jedi scenes will be open to the public starting December 17th, but they'll be integrated starting December 16th for uh, attendees of Star Wars Galactic Nights. Which is on a Saturday, and boy, I tell (laughs) you, if I lived down there closer, I would go to that. But it's just not worth a six-hour drive for that party. Yeah. Yeah. If it were the premiere event again, I would have done that. Yeah, and especially for us because we're just coming back from our trip. I know that sounds horrible for the people that aren't don't live six hours away, but it is what it is. It's hard to do this as as if we're having this conversation for the very first time. <laughs> I added in the new thing about the movie. We also made a Michigan joke. <laughs> Michigan. So then this next one is news to me, or well, it was the first you just time. Said. <laughs> Fast Pass Plus reservations are now available for Frozen Ever After at Epcot starting at 9 a.m. daily instead of 11 a.m. as before. So apparently, before, at 9 a.m., uh, Frozen Ever After would be open, but for standby only. And then at 11 a.m., you know, you could start using your Fast Passes. But now, you can actually get Fast Passes starting at 9 a.m. Yeah, I thought it was, you could always do 9 a.m. So that's, yeah, news that to is me very as well. interesting. Yeah. So if you have a trip planned in the future and you weren't able to get an earlier uh, Fast Pass for Frozen Ever After, you might want to take another look because there's now a two-hour block every single day. Mm-hmm. Of additional fast passes so as we know disney's caribbean beach resort is undergoing a massive transformation but they have a new quick service restaurant the spyglass grill which will be opening in early 2018 there's not much information about it at this point except that it'll have coca-cola freestyle machines oh <laughs> that's it like really that's the in the press release it was in the article they're going there. to have freestyle <laughs> machines aren't those every at all the uh Everywhere now? I would assume so. They're they probably the, have they were a in uh, French Quarter when we were just there. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I tell you what's a good deal. Those resort refillable mugs. Boy, I tell you what. We did it for the first time. Yeah. And it was We great. may have to get them. Like, and you can just, you don't have to get the food, the meal plan. You can just get them. Yeah, I know. We might get them for this. Like, it's nice yeah. to send Michael out to the For this? Thing. For no, the podcast? We have them for this. Oh, yeah. I wish they were a little bigger. Just for coffee in the morning. So, like, how much coffee you need, man? Well, you know, you want to take some with you and go to the park. Then you got to carry that resort refillable mug. No, 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 you finish it before you go in the park. I drink coffee very fast. Oh, because you're driving in your yeah. car. Or I wish they were bigger also for the end of the day for like the big glass of water or something if yeah. I'm walking by and going back to the room. Yeah. You know what I wish? What? I wish pass holders would get that refillable mug as a free pass holder gift. I, I agree with you. And speaking of. Pass holder gifts. <laughs> Disney's Hollywood Studios is going to be offering a free holiday gift magnet for pass holders um, starting December 1st. So this magnet is looks just like the pass holder magnet that you put on your car, except it's decorated for Christmas. So it's blue and Mickey has like Christmas lights strung all over him. Yep. Um, 
I saw pictures of this. I thought it was it was pretty awesome. But yeah, I would like one. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. Compared to the 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 pins that <laughs> you would get at the these the garbage fin buttons, <laughs> don't call them nice pins. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. True. They're pins buttons. are awesome. They're garbage buttons. And the it's only reason crap. we're so negative about the pins slash buttons is because the previous two years you'd get a port glass or a rocks glass, and so you're expecting to get another glass or something to a complete the glass, set. Perhaps. Yeah, a champagne flute. No, I don't something. want it, but I'd take it. Yeah. I'd go get it. Get your barware. Yeah, you set up your bar. You'd have a whole nice food and wine festival setting. Yep. You know what might have happened? What's that, Michael? They might have misspelled something on all the glasses and had to destroy seven billion free <laughs> glasses. That is a crazy good joke, <laughs> Michael. Well, what did it say? Where they all came? Food broke. and wine festival. 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 Yeah, but they can always take it to that. That glass shop on Main Street. What's it called? The Ariba Brothers. <laughs> the Erebus Brothers. Erebus. We're not yeah. sure. It's the store you go in, you put your hands in your pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you might break. Oh, no, that Crystal Castle. Yeah. Oh, maybe they're going to use all the misspelled glasses to create an even bigger Crystal Castle. Maybe they saved all of their money last year from by not doing the wine glasses and they're going to give out crystal castles for the past that would make it i you know that would make it it. worth it i'll tell you that right now you'll take it i don't want it you'll take a crystal castle not really what am i gonna do with that small crystal castle how big (sighs) not not life-size sure but you have new furniture that you could prominently display your mm-hmm. crystal castle on. I'm going to knock that thing over accidentally. No, you put it outside and you put your new furniture <laughs> in the crystal castle. It's not right. life-size, but you can live in it. I got to call Comcast <laughs> again, run a new line in there. They had oh. $7 billion you got to misspell Just, glasses. Yeah. <laughs> you need a, all, right. all you need is a big, go to Home Depot, get you a big spool of cable, bada-bing, bada-boom. Oh, I'm so done. <laughs> or get the wireless. Yeah, that's that's the new hotness our next one is a big one but it is not news it is actually a rumor wdw news today is reporting that epcot is going to be adding a future world hotel that will stand over the park's entrance in front of spaceship earth quote imagine walking into epcot from the parking lot and walking under or through a giant hotel before you reach spaceship earth if plans are approved this may very well be the scene at the entrance area of Walt Disney World's 35-year-old vision of the future. Yeah. End quote. So they have um some more information in this article but they, there's two proposed sites. There's site A which will reside where the monorail station currently is. Um but it's not like the ta- the hotel would bl- completely block your view of Spaceship Earth. They're proposing there'd be like two towers that would frame uh the geodesic sphere in between and the monorail would actually go through the resort. Um, so you'd have a another contemporary resort situation. But there's also Site B. Isla Sorna? That's correct. It's close to Isla That's where they clone the dinosaurs. <laughs> um, proposed Site B is actually going to be located to the west of the entrance, and it would be kind of near where the, the seas with Nemo and friends and the land pavilion are. But both uh, proposed sites if a resort was actually built there would allow entrance into the park through the hotel which i've been screaming for years literally screaming it every yeah, time i go to the park it's very weird. loud yeah i'm sorry i apologize it's been thrown out a few times i will i will i will say uh in the discussion portion of this first the first thing i said to michael was i want site b and i want a people mover uh connecting the new hotel over to the monorail station 
So you can keep the monorail station as is at the front of Epcot. Yep. And Will didn't hear me because we were using Slack or Instant Messenger at the time, but I audibly gasped at the thought. (laughs) 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 And the people mover could go into Future World, like it would take a roundabout way. Sure. Fine. You can go through the aquarium. I don't care. Go through Spaceship Earth. Imagineers, do it. Yeah. Go right through the top of Soren. I don't care. Figure it out. Yeah, you see people like, Sitting in their chairs watching the Eiffel Tower, and there's just a uh, people move a car that goes by between them and the screen. <laughs> I don't think you would want to be in a uh, room near the lobby on the, in that hotel if everybody's going through the going through it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they wouldn't go. Although the, it would probably be not, just like an archway. Yeah, it's not through the lobby. They're talking a, in the back in the front of the park. Yep. Yeah. Well, apparently this is how it is in Disneyland Paris. Yeah, and you kind of go under the hotel, like the you go under the train station. Um, but it was like you know, it's kind of like the Grand Californian. I mean, that wasn't the main entrance to California Adventure, but the hotel was attached, so you could gain access. I want exclusive access exclusive. to a theme park. That's what I want from staying in a hotel or going to that hotel and going in that entrance. That's what I want. If this rumor is to be believed, you might just get that. You know, what you'll also get what's that? No more news, because that's it for news the second time. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And we're caught back up. That was a lot of news, Michael. It was. Yeah. Some repeat. Hey, Will. Hello. How you doing? Fine. How's your mama and them? Good. Uh, what are you doing this weekend? Weekend's over, brother. This is the. What are you doing next weekend? How's your week? It was busy, I'll tell you. How's your next week? <sighs> Should be busier, actually. <coughs> busier? Maybe, yeah. Hmm. Next weekend, uh, exclusive here, maybe doing a, a Star Wars uh, like full marathon <gasps> if anybody's interested. Next weekend? All eight movies? While we're in Disney World? Yeah. Got to do it right before the movie comes out, you know, because oh, it's that's Thursday. Sad. I want to yeah. get it. It's okay. When are you going? Wh- whose house? Where? I don't know. Probably mine. What are the details, Will? This is the extent of the details. Give me the details. Carrie and I were talking about it, but we want to do it. We did it last year. Made a nice stew. You should do a Facebook Live during the entire thing. Yeah. I, sadly, I'm not on Facebook. Oh. Ask Carrie to do a Facebook Live during yeah. the entire thing. We'll do it. We'll do some live tweeting. How about that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And during the beginning portion of it, I may get a sprinkler head replacement in my... Uh, Cause they're going uh, around how time are you going to start? I don't know, because now we got uh, eight movies, and that's a lot. That's a lot of movies. Yeah, that's a lot. I, you know, it depends on. I think here's my current plan, and anybody else who does Star Wars marathons in preparation for the new Star Wars movie, let me know what you think. Last year we did the uh, what's that? That order of the movies like that where you like watch, oh yeah with oh, the flashback. Yeah. You watch four, five, and then one, two, three, and then six. Yeah. Um, I forgot what it was called, but we did that last year. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then we went to go see Rogue One. That's what it was last year. Oh, and we watched episode seven at the end. So okay. fine. This year, I, I think it may be time to go back to the full. Uh, but yeah. I may just start it at like whatever time I wake up, and nobody will be there yet except me. But then it'll be an all-day affair if anybody wants to come over. You never know. People may have been lining up in front of your house overnight. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's fine, too. But at some point... If they the, do, uh, don't Star- let them in. Star at some Wars point, fans, the sprinkler head right. recall is happening, so somebody's <laughs> going to be coming in. What about... Um, uh, are you going to include Rogue One? I think you have to now. It's a it's a feature. 
But where are you going to include it? I think you do it chronologically. Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) However, I could see the point if I don't get started early enough where you just skip Rogue One (laughs) because it's not a saga movie. Yeah, it's not a a Star Wars. But it's better than Skywalker. It's better than almost half of those movies. Oh, that's fair. That's that's fair. I mean, the the goal is to get the prequels out of the way, like in in the morning. Yeah. And then, well, when we did it at Stewart's house, we put the prequels on while we were like, Prepping the food. Exactly. That's my plan. I may go to Publix while episode one is on <laughs> and get stuff to make stew with. Mm, I feel like that's that may be going too far. Well, if Carrie's there, somebody's there. Somebody has to be there. You can't yeah. like turn you it on go and during episode two. Yeah, well, you got to get the stew going in the yeah. crock pot. I mean, you can't go. That's you're but burning daylight at that point. We made Baru stew last year. Ooh. It was just, it was good. It was, didn't have Baru in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Last question. What's tweeting? Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot that's what we were doing. <laughs> Ashley tweeted, Today is the 14th anniversary of the first time I heard my parents say, We're going to Disney World. It was so unexpected, I'll never forget how wonderful it felt to hear those words for the first time. Aww. I always associate Christmas with Disney now because of it. Aww. Smiley face. That is a lovely story, and we wouldn't have got that whole story without extending the characters on I was on just going to say that, that that was great because <laughs> of that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I like this uh, this girl's, uh, um, her name is Brooke, but her Twitter handle is PropTart. <laughs> uh, rope drop at Magic Kingdom today. First ride, the Haunted Mansion, my favorite at Walt Disney World. Which leads me to say, at rope drop, what is your rope drop ride if you were there? To go do absolutely first. It would par- probably be Peter Pan's flight. Yeah. yeah. If we don't have a fast pass. Yeah. If we do have a yeah. fast pass. Like it would be Peter Pan's flight or that the mine train if you don't have fast passes for this. Yeah, we did um rope drop at Disneyland and Peter Pan doesn't ha- didn't have a fast pass back then. And so we did rope drop to Peter Pan's flight. Yeah. That's also my answer. And still waited in line. Yeah. The demonic attorney tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that see, I, I found the tweet before I saw the name. Seems like a nice man. Oh good. Um just spent the past four days with my son in Disney World. Nothing made me happier than watching my son see 3D for the first time and continually grab at the screen trying to reach <laughs> the thing shooting from it, which is adorable every time. 3D. I every time. Sometimes. Do you? It's okay if you do. No, I don't. I don't know why I said that. Well, you know. I think about doing it sometimes. Nick tweeted, Dear Disney World, may we please have a cocoa ride at Epcot as soon as possible. Sincerely, a crying adult. Spoiler for our cocoa discussion. I will agree. And also wasn't that a, a nice way to ask for a ride instead of give us a cocoa ride now? Or he he said please. Or I will cancel my annual pass. Yeah. And finally, David tweeted: "Just saw Coco. It was awesome. No way Disney doesn't redo the Mexico Pavilion ride at Epcot with a cocoa theme. I agree. I also and they agree. should. And they should. Sorry to be controversial. Do we want to discuss that now or save it till later? No, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we can discuss it now. We'll Stay tuned. Later. Wait, what? In the later. where? It's not in my outline, Will. <laughs> later. <laughs> and that's what's tweeting. Good job, Will. Today's topic is the Disney Pixar film Coco review. Yep. I need more so I can make the whole archway with Understandable. We all went and saw Coco last week, mm-hmm. this week, on Thursday. 
couple days ago. Yep, a couple of days ago. And now we're going to talk about it on our podcast, as is our custom. This is the uh, end of the year movie runs. We have Coco. Uh, we'll have Star Wars. Yes. We had. Can we talk about Star Wars now? We had no, Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Didn't we have? Did we talk about? We Florida? did talk yeah. about Thor yep. Ragnarok. Okay. Well, you guys did. I did not. Yep. Um, I was in Disney World because it's not that long of a car trip. Am I right, Michigan? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I heard you guys did an extra on Superman Justice League. Yes, it's called Justice League. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was three times longer than a normal extra. It was like, like a lot 50 minutes Just long. like our <laughs> Batman v Superman was three <laughs> times longer than uh, a normal exclusive. Yeah. You, sh- you guys should tune in if you haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. I wasn't on it. I didn't know that they were talking about it, or I would have been on it. But it was a last-minute decision. Yeah. All right, so what is this from? This is from the blurb. This is the official summary from Disney Pixar. Despite his family's baffling generations-old ban on music, Miguel dreams of becoming an accomplished musician like his idol, that guy from Footloose. No. Desperate <laughs> to prove his talent, Miguel... Dances in a barn for a little while and then goes to church, I guess, or something and has a school dance. That's none of that happened. Oh. His idol, Ernesto de la Cruz. Desperate to prove his talent, Miguel finds himself in the stunning and colorful land of the dead following a mysterious chain of events. Along the way, he meets a charming trickster, Hector, and together they set off on an extraordinary journey to unlock the real story behind Miguel's family history. Yeah, that'll that'll about do it. Yeah. It seems about like what happened. This is gonna be our non spoilery discussion first. Yep. So what'd you guys think of the story? Best thing ever. <laughs> well, sure. Wow. Yeah. It, j- it jumped right to it. For those of you that may not know of the Day of the Dead celebration, I figured I should Dia de los Muertos. say what it is. This is a Mexican holiday that celebrated and it focuses on gathering of family and friends to pray for and remember friends and family members who have died and help support their spiritual journey. So this is what the movie is about. Yeah. Has also had a really cool scene in Spectre about uh, the Day of the That's Dead. That's true. Yeah, the, the opening scene, right? Yeah. Um, I thought this was quintessential Pixar, but also yeah. I feel like that's also not saying enough about it because I feel like they did something completely original here. Um, and like the music was great. Like the storyline was great. I thought the characters were great. The the look and feel of the film. I liked that it, um, you know, it had, it celebrated like another culture. Um, one that like audiences may not be as familiar with, or at least that celebration. And yeah, I, I can't praise it enough. Yeah. I thought it was, it made me very happy. Like it, <clears throat> it was, um, Towards probably the last thirty or forty-five minutes, I was just kind of smiling through the movie. Like I, I thought it was, yeah, it was charming. It was different. It wasn't. It was original. Like all of that kind of stuff. I, I thought it was really cool. A different setting. Like you probably mm-hmm. weren't expecting it. And um, I thought they did a very good job with it. I like that we keep saying different and charming and new, and because that's what it was. Because this is uh, one of the cultures that animation and a lot of movies haven't really. Yeah, uh, ever associated with a major motion picture. So it was really cool to see a a brand new, especially in Disney and uh, Pixar animation. Excuse me. Uh, besides the three caballeros, I mean, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, it, it's different, but the same. 
you know, for Pixar stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know at its heart a story about family and yeah, you know, being true to who you are. But it was a great story. I mean, first of all, so not getting any spoilers. It was um, you know, it always has a Pixar little twist and you know yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, very good. How would you compare it to other Pixar fare? Or where would you rank it? Well, what I would do is I would like rank it with the other movies. And how, how would I you would rank it? it? I don't know. It, it's tough. Uh, especially, uh, the the word is, it's uh, Pixar is back. That's what, uh, like, all the headlines, well, all the headlines just seem to, to crap on uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure first. That seems to be the new thing to do. And if but, you'd like to hear us do such a thing. Or not. Tune into our. We will discuss it. We will discuss it in the. Uh, uh, that show that we do TFP extra yeah, extra the the prevailing thought that I, I keep reading is that Pixar is back it's like it's first it's yeah. back since Toy Story 3 which I feel is like too long but I without having the list in front of me I don't I, look it's it's harder to start ranking these things because there's not a bad one really out there so and but I haven't seen the good dinosaur, which a lot of people didn't like. Yeah, the good but, dinosaur I didn't care for. But was it bad? No. Or was it just fine? I didn't think so, at least. It was I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I Well, in our in our scale it was garbage. It was yeah, but terrible. actually um, it was probably fine. I can't imagine it was actually ugh. It was forgettable. It was yeah. mediocre. It wasn't Which is fine. Yeah. Speaking of Justice League. <laughs> no, I. It's it it's in the top tier. Only seen it once, but I put it right up in the top tier. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I I I would agree with that. Like, I really didn't like Finding Dory. I didn't like Good Dinosaur. I did. I like Cars Three. That was good. Um, I think Finding Dory is underrated. I think Finding Dory is just a bunch of fish talking to each other for I love six fish. hours. It's and like Sigourney it's Weaver. all so, exposition. No, there's there's some good stuff in there. There's yeah. some heart. There's some Pixar heart. You know what makes Coco uh, top tier? Straight up heart? the music. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll put the music over the art right now. Oh, really? Because well, I was going to say, like, I didn't. Well, there you go. I didn't find the music. Oh, I found what? the music captivating, personally. Oh, memorable. Oh, I don't remember a lot remember of the music. Remember me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler. Like, I liked the music in the thing, but we tried to listen to the soundtrack one time, and it was like, mm. well, that was before we had seen the movie. Yeah, I guess. No, I, I, I loved the music. I thought it was new and different and fantastic, and it wasn't just Michael Giacchino. Yeah, like, he did the score, but, like, that song, Remember Me, was written by the, the husband and wife team that did the songs from Frozen. Yeah. And... That was the only song they did in the movie, because um, funny enough, they were actually working on Frozen's Olaf Adventure while uh, they were making Coco. So crazy how that works <laughs> out. But you wanted to talk about the art. That's what did it for you. Is that what you're saying? No, I just I really like the look and feel. It was very colorful. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was beautiful. Oh, I don't get me wrong. I love the music, but the 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 movie was beautiful. It may yeah. be the prettiest Pixar film. Yeah. I uh, Finding Nemo and Dory are also very very. Like 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 seascapes and everything, they're also yeah. really well done. But as, as far as like the animation, I was uh, Stuart asked me how this movie was the other day, and after talking about the story and the music and all this, blah blah blah, get down <laughs> into the technical details. Well, I'll tell you one thing: they have water down. 
Oh yeah! Holy yeah. crap! The good dinosaur is where like water's done. Yeah. We're done. Check. Yeah, yeah. Just you just put that little check box yeah. there. <laughs> oh, we're having water here. Just, yeah, we got that. It's crazy. What I was telling him is, there are times in this movie where I'm watching it and I, I go, I know that uh, that main character there. That's not a real person. But if you told me the backgrounds and the water and everything mm-hmm. else was real, I'd be like, yeah. Like th- they actually built a set and just animated in front of it. Yeah, but uh, even with the characters, like they were, they were doing a lot of expression work that I thought was very sophisticated. Yeah, I mean, especially y- on skeleton faces. Yeah, like, <laughs> and they made them all look different, which is crazy. Yeah, which they shouldn't if you think about it. But you know, <laughs> it was great. Big bone is not a thing, people. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fantastic, and and I I had the I had the thought that I was like I never even thought you know we've always there's always been the talk of like putting you know your Peter Cushing in Rogue One and Carrie Fisher in Rogue One. I think Pixar is going to be the first one to really make a, a movie full of dead people or not real people, and it, you'll actually be believable. Where they'll create life, perhaps. Yeah, real that's actors. Possible. Well, Coco technically is a film filled with dead people. Well, yeah, that's true. Thank and you, I Michael. believed. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. Fantastic. I think they've got it down. Cool. Best thing ever or garbage? Oh, come on. Best thing Best ever. Best thing ever. Do we want to discuss um, in this segment the the talk of putting Coco in the Mexican pavilion before we go into the spoiler section? Uh, Sure. Sure. Thoughts? <laughs> I'm pro. I don't. I don't see. I don't see. Look, people. I, I left a few tweets out where people were already complaining about this. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna just make it just like Norway and ruin it? I, no. I'm sorry. Let's be clear, people. Norway, Norway has never better. had this much traffic since they created, or at least since I've been going to World yeah. Showcase for 20 years. I, I'm I, like it's. They even in the uh, not getting into the Olaf's Frozen Adventure. They actually name drop Norway. <laughs> And um, stuff in Nor- Norwegian yeah, culture. Yeah, they sure did. So they're trying. It was based on Norway. I so I'm they sorry. They were bringing Norway into the frozen canon, yeah. so that people would shut up about it. It's not that much of a stretch either, people. Yeah. And I like what they've done with the like the addition of the three caballeros into yeah. El Rio del Tiempo. But I mean, take that whole thing out right now and take out that pyramid, redo the whole thing because they've got a hit on their hands, folks. They don't even need yeah. to take it out. They could just retheme the take it out. existing <laughs> attraction. <laughs> take it out. And I love the skeletons the, everywhere. The That's the what trace I want. caballeros. But um, I think the a Coco attraction would fit beautifully into that pavilion. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, I think you have to re. I, I would say personally, redo the whole thing, get a fresh start. Like maybe even the whole building, uh, yeah. Because that restaurant's not very good either. The best thing in there is Cava del Tequila, in my opinion. That's true. Now it's it's actually still. I love the ambiance in there. That it's always yeah, nighttime. They're not gonna. I really like all that. But that whole back, like beyond some of the uh, the carts there and everything, when they're selling stuff beyond uh, Cava del Tequila, rip it all out and redo it. That's that's yeah. all I care about. And put some fireworks in there. Ironically, there is a Day of the Dead on the top, uh, yeah. scene in the current attraction. There is, there is? yeah. With a creepy Donald pinata. Yeah. Disturbs me every time people are. Yeah. I, lo- I I think it's a fantastic idea, but I'm all about new things at Disney World. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're not like just taking out Pirates of the Caribbean and putting in a churro cart or something. Right. Like, Put something into it. Put thought and effort into it, and I'm all about it. What kind of churros? I mean the regular ones. Right. Although at Tortuga Tavern, they have cookies and cream churros now. If it's open, it was open when we were there, and they were selling them. But <laughs> yeah, I was actually, so full. it has been uh, open the last few times we've been yeah, there, which is yeah. funny. 
All right. Do you want to get into the spoiler section? Let's now? do it. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. So we got the uh, characters. What do we think of the characters? I loved Miguel. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked Miguel. He didn't get too kid angsty. A couple times he had the uh, the kid trope where, no, I don't want to do you know, that kind of <laughs> thing, but not too much. He had a, his little MacGuffin fit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the dog. I really like the dog, too. He was he was hilarious. And if you haven't seen the uh, Coco short that Michael just showed us a few minutes ago, everybody should go watch it. Yeah. I bet Michael may even put a link in the show notes. Well, we're having problems with our show notes right now. <laughs> oh, then never mind. <laughs> Michael, what's the name of that short? I don't Dante's remember. Lunch or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dante was a dog. Yeah. He was hilarious. It was like an advertisement short, not and like a And he's kind of a ghost short. somehow or something. I don't understand how all that works. Spirit guide. Now yeah. he's one of those... Animanguses. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Those are awesome, by the way. All the animal spirit guys. Again, things. beautiful, beautiful, and hilarious. And there's <laughs> like the giant tiger, flying tiger, or whatever. You know, I was really hoping <laughs> the entire time that, like, at the very end, like this thing is ferocious and like scary and everything. I was hoping at the end it'd have like a high pitched human voice or something. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, what's going on? Uh, you should watch the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Still haven't seen it, nor Brother Bear, but you haven't seen the Mighty Ducks, so... That's true. There you go. Brother Bear's good. Yeah. Then we have um, Ernesto de la Cruz. Which oh, was he was great. <laughs> Especially his uh, his turn. <laughs> yeah, the voice by Benjamin Bratt, so he's like the the singer that Miguel has, like, the he, like he's a huge fan of. Yeah. It's convinced he's his father at the beginning. He's like an Elvis Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah. He also had the turn like Hans did. Not <laughs> quite as evil, like... Oh, I wish somebody did love you, Anna. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. You son of a... No, it was pretty evil. It was bad, but it wasn't that, like, to me, he didn't have the line, you know? Yeah. Like, did, oh, but I... Yeah, just take him away. Did you see that twist coming? Uh, yeah. So you knew... Did the you, murder? Not the, mur- not the murder. Yeah, oh, okay. But him being, like, not, not actually his, his great I did too, yeah. I did, too. Like, it was too much of, yeah. a, like, a quick stretch. And, I didn't think he'd be a jerk and Yeah, murder. they were telegraphing it a lot. Yeah. yeah. They were, like, they were very careful about the language that they were using when they were talking about, like, when when you left your family, was it hard? He was like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Wait a minute. It's always hard <laughs> to leave your hometown. Yeah. And, the, well, they were telegraphing. And then the other guy yeah. was like, you know, I gave up everything. Yeah. And blah, blah, well, they were telegraphing Hector. it too hard in the beginning that it like it, before he went to the land of the dead that uh, Ernesto was his great grandfather. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, that can't be true. Pixar's not. No, that, yeah, there's going to be a twist. I didn't know if it'd be Hector or not, but yeah, I had a feeling before. So I didn't. I knew that uh, Ernesto wasn't going to be the father, and I thought that Hector might be the father when he first showed up. Um, but I didn't see like the the murder thing coming in. No. Yeah. What all. I thought was going to happen is I thought Ernesto was going to be the father, and Hector was going to be some other relative, and for some reason Ernesto wouldn't give him the blessing. So Hector, upon finding out that he was uh. related, would then give him the blessing. Oh, that he was. Or he was too famous and didn't yeah. care that kind of thing. Or like Miguel would try to stay there forever, but Hector would give him the blessing and then force him. Nope. Ernesto's a murderer. He sure is. <laughs> Just straight up murderer. And that's when we get to see the beautiful water when he throws him into the water. My, I mean, seriously, it was yeah. so good. The rocks, yeah. It was oh, the whole thing, fantastic. And I like the twist was good. I mean yeah. it wasn't it, it wasn't like groundbreaking or anything, but it was good. I tell you the and we talked I did about, like that 
Ernesto wasn't a jerk to him like when he first showed up. No, no, he's you know. Yeah, that's what like, confused oh, me. Like, oh, great. Like, maybe <laughs> yeah, he is awesome. a father. Yeah. Um. Now the other thing is, uh, and there was a character voiced by Edward James almost, and we didn't even know it until we looked up the cast list on IMDb earlier. We almost missed it. Ah, uh, get it? The, yeah. What? Uh, what was his name? Chicharron. Chicharron. He's the guy in the hammock that like he was the first person you see skeleton that like goes yeah, away well, if nobody yeah, remembers him Yeah, he was the stakes. Yeah, he was illustrating the stakes. Yeah, well, which is so great. Not, yeah. Um, but it was very it was a poignant scene, man. Like mm-hmm. yeah. that's the first time this movie got. Oh no, we're serious here. Okay. Uh, you know there was a point maybe right before this where I actually did think the movie was dragging a little bit for me. Before he went to the like right before that happened, where like oh no, we have stakes now. Okay, cool. Mm, yeah. Like let's. I was like, can we get to it? I mean, that may have something to do with Olaf's Frozen Adventure. I don't know, but we had been there a while. I honestly thought you were asleep at one part during the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I was fine. <laughs> Somebody was breathing heavy though, and it wasn't me. It was me. Okay. I was. I, still I looked sick. over. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. He, I thought he was sleeping. <laughs> no, I wasn't sleeping. I was just having trouble breathing. Okay. Because of my cold. You could have sat up, man. <laughs> I was no, so no, I was reclined. I don't care if I can't breathe. <laughs> we pay for these reclining seats. I'm going to recline. <laughs> now, I will say, as, as far as sadness goes, the uh, the lady next to me was straight up bawling at the Aww. end. Aww. But out of happiness, which is a yeah. you know a pix- it's not like up where in the beginning they just punch <laughs> you in the gut. <laughs> oh, you like this? She's dead. <laughs> there were some people in our theater just having full on conversations. Yeah, yeah. There sure were, and there weren't a whole lot of people in that theater. But the ones in the back, man, they yeah, were just they were rude. They were having a good time. Take it outside. There's a point that we're like they're like you know what we're having a good time. They just <laughs> didn't even care. They didn't care. <laughs> Pass the tequila, man. Yeah. And you almost saw... Oh, wait, did we actually see drinking in this movie? Is that a first for Pixar, maybe? Yeah, we did see drinking. I thought I saw yeah. tequila. Yeah. Or what was... you? What you assume is tequila. tequila. Yeah. 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 Like a little shot glass. What do we think about... Um, yeah, because he drank poison. Yeah. What do we think about the uh, the great-grandmother? How her skeleton was. I really liked her. I thought she was... And when you learned she Mama could sing... Mama Coco? Yeah. Not Mama Coco. Her mother. Oh. The, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And when she started singing to bring Miguel back. Yeah, I really like that. I like yeah. that whole... The whole subplot that they've like just renounced music is yeah. like this curse on the house, and like that was part of the story too. Is like to try to bring back music into this family. Yeah, it saved the family. You it might did. say it's a very yeah. drastic step. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I mean you get left walks out on you. Yeah, like, and it doesn't come back. That's a you know what he's like, a mu- yeah. It's a big deal, but yeah, no nope. music at all. No music for the rest of your. Your bloodline. Like, what are you doing while you're making those shoes? Is it just straight silence in there? What if somebody starts humming? Was like the grandmother throw a shoe at she you? She does. Yeah. Th- they all were probably humming in their head. You can't get rid of music completely. Yeah, maybe. What if you never heard it? Surely they go. Well, out. they heard <laughs> it. I mean, this wasn't like they go I mean, through the streets with technology. their finger in their ears, yeah. <laughs> spitting at musicians. Yeah. Anyway, I love the whole family. <laughs> I like the uh, the uncles too. They were pretty cool. Like a little comedy duo. Yeah, I like that it was a large family. Like, yeah. like there was like a generational thing. Um, the parents were alive. Yeah, mm-hmm. the parents were alive. Yep. And they seem level-headed and nice. Yeah. Like, all right, everybody just go easy. <laughs> yeah. And there was a new addition to the family at the end. So, like, you just mm-hmm. see, like, the... And a subtraction. Well, yeah. Poor Coco. I mean, she was really old. I so. really <laughs> thought Coco was the name of the kid. Before I did too. Did too. <laughs> I think everybody probably assumed that, right? Little did I know his name was Miguel. Which, yeah, yeah. just like Michael, yeah. I get it. That's huh? me. But I guess Coco is <laughs> probably not a boy's name, is it? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you. 
Come on, you could tell us. Boom. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> I, was, if this was the extra, that's what it would be. Absolutely. No, it was fantastic. I you know, we can talk about the plot twist all day long, but I mean it was you didn't I didn't see the murder coming, but as far as like the emotion at the end too, fantastic. I also like the world they created, the the afterlife world. I don't yeah. know how much yeah. of that they created versus what's actually in Mexican or how the culture. Real, uh, land of the Dead is. Yeah, the real Land of the Dead. Like what it's supposed to look like. But it kinda reminded me of like what they did with Monsters Inc. to like make they made this like whole universe. Well yeah, and you gotta have rules yeah, too. And like I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and they had that the whole flower thing uh, with nobody the marigold. Has your picture up. Uh, well, you know. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Back of the line, Hector. Oh man. Yeah, that's that was sad. But then happy. Everything's happy at the end. Yeah. And oh the the actual the epilogue was great. I really liked that. Uh, well, the one like, year you know, later. They go up to they they have like a, like um thief or whatever on Hector de la Cruz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> tombstone or whatever, uh, like his memorial. The one question, the one little thing that took me out of the movie and it's not a big deal cuz it's a movie. I was wondering how they proved to the world that any of that was, was a true. Fraud and yeah, like, oh, they had those. They had the. They, uh, had, the, they had the song. Yeah, the, the, the lyrics. Yeah, but couldn't he have just written down the lyrics in a well, book? No, maybe, maybe back then, like fraud wasn't as rampant as it is today. This didn't take place in the past, though. That far in the past, they had technology. He had a VCR. Well, yeah. People in Pixar world are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Possible. Like I'm saying, Actually, it's not no. A big, they're all learning all these lessons all the time and yeah. learning morals and stuff. They're just not as terrible as we are in this world. I think that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they did a DNA test. Fine. They did that too. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They all learned their lesson and he, uh, it was a happy ending. I mean, you had a new baby and, and everything. It was ironic that in the real world, he died by a giant bell falling on him, and then, then in the the land of the dead, a giant bell fell on it, fell yeah. on him. Presumably, he's just still under there. Yeah, I don't. Well, I'm sure somebody got him out. And then at some point, people will quit remembering him. Yeah. I don't know exactly how many years that takes, but I doubt and it. Eventually, I mean, you don't remember that guy that stole the song in the 1960s. Sure. <laughs> See, you don't Unless remember. Unless he was a big deal back then, maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's like saying, you know. Oh, did I just bring him back to life because I Elvis talked about him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just brought him. Now he's back. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, if someone starts remembering you again after they've forgotten you and you've disappeared from the land of the dead, do you come back? I was wondering that, too. I think the answer is it probably doesn't matter. I, I, you know. Coco 2. Coco 2. This time it gets real. <laughs> <laughs> we bring Edward James Almost' character back from the other, other side, mm-hmm. wherever that is. It's like a desert, and it's called Hot Coco. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. Tell us what you thought about Coco by emailing us at info at tfppodcast.com. Will? Yep. Take her away. As one of my ancestors once said, you've got mail. Uh, Philip emailed, my wife, son, and I have been listening to your podcast since we found it in February of 2017. Hey, that's this year. Woo! Uh, not for much longer, though. Nope. It's one of the few that we all agree on. We've been listening to them in the car in order, starting from the beginning, and we usually get through two episodes a week and have gotten up to May of 2016. Yes, we are some of your time travelers. <laughs> Strangely enough, we realized we were at Walt Disney World in April of 2016 when you guys were doing the Star Wars run, but this was before we had found your podcast. Oh, we should go back in time and uh, meet yeah. up. That'd be nice. Bring in the DeLorean. What if we did see each other? <gasps> yeah. We... Jason remembers meeting you, Philip. <laughs> it seems you were very nice. <laughs> 
I've told that story before where I was going through old pictures from when uh, we went to San Antonio in 2004 when Georgia Tech <laughs> Go Jackets was in the final four. And I saw some of our friends that we have now in the background of some of these pictures, and That's we did so not weird. know them then. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the other guys did know them, but we didn't interact or anything. They were the little brothers of our other friend. Yeah, there's been, like, stories um, of, like, couples that have gotten married, and then when they look at, like, pictures from their childhood, there's, like, the little boy at Disney World, and then walking behind him yeah. is, like, his, his current wife, like, as a child. And Some things are meant to be, Michael. Yeah. Well, thanks, Philip. I'm glad you guys are enjoying the podcast, and eventually we'll get to this one when, when we catch Yeah, Philip <laughs> also, the second part of his email was about some technical issues that we spoke about before, but we're going to we're gonna get it get it fixed hopefully soon, as soon as those Yeah, one heads. way or the other. If we have to completely change podcasting software or whatever, we will, but to get it working for everyone. But if you want to skip and become current again, Philip, just let us know, and we'll always be here for you until they take away our stuff again. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Emperor Craig tweeted... So many apologies to Michigan in this week's opening. I thought I was listening to the Canada Project. <laughs> See, he's making fun of the Canada by saying they're nice. <laughs> yeah, and again, I think that's why we. St- I, I actually mentioned Michigan again a few times. I knew this was coming in this episode. And he continued with, So much taunting of Michigan in the middle, I thought it had changed to the Ohio Project. <laughs> now, Michael, do you know what that refers to? Buckeyes? Yes, Ohio State and Michigan have a heated rivalry. Oh, no, I didn't know that. It, it went Ohio State's year away this year, but get them next year, right, Michigan? Guys, blue. you should end your rivalry and just know that. Each of you are just trying to play the game. Yeah. You're just well, trying to win. I don't know about that. And also, I just <laughs> said go blue. An official friend of the show, Tyler, is an Ohio State fan, so O-H-I-O. Uh, I'm not taking sides here. But go Jackets. I'll take that side every day of the week. <laughs> Speaking of Tyler, we went to this, and this is still Craig tweeting. They can change out the sci-fi dine-in footage, but they better leave that one cartoon where the cat goes to the moon because Earth is too loud. <laughs> I do remember that I when Tyler and I were at Sci-Fi a few weeks ago. I haven't been in there in a while, so I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was good. Sean tweeted, a Grease Pavilion. Now, you can't see this, but he spelled it G-R-E-A-S-E, and we were talking about a G-R-E-E-C-E <laughs> Pavilion in World Showcase. He continues, so excited to meet John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. I drive 1,223 miles, 17 and a half hours from West Michigan to see that. Hashtag, I visit WDW every two years. Uh, frowny phrase. Hashtag Michigan delegation. That's okay, man. That was a good play on words, and we really appreciate it. He also continues, T-minus 48 hours from the Christmas party at Magic Kingdom. It's going to be a great week. West Michigan to WDW. Yeah. See, they're there right now, I believe, or just got back. Oh, good. Uh, Speaking of, he said, relaxing on the bus back to Pop Century, three days into our trip, and it keeps getting better. Loved Candlelight Processional. First Christmas trip. Hashtag first Christmas trip. Christmas trip to Walt Disney World. Yeah. It'll be uh, Jason and Michael's first candlelight processional next week, I believe. Yeah, we're going down on Wednesday, and we're doing the candlelight processional on Friday. And do you know who your celebrity host is yet? We do. Uh, you forgot because it wasn't a great one, was it? <laughs> That's okay. Don't worry about no, it. No, it's someone good. I just don't remember. But wasn't the day before like somebody really No, the day good? after is Kurt Russell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. Oh, I don't remember. That's okay. I'm sorry. I bet you'll tweet about it and I Instagram will. about it. Yes. I went and it was lovely. Who, who was your celebrity? I think it might have been Edward James Almost. Oh, nice. It might not have been, but I think in my memory that's who it is because he does it every year. 
Uh, he is one of them. Also, from looking at tweets, uh, the Disneyland Candlelight Processional host last night was Chris Pratt. No, excuse me. A <laughs> different different Marvel uh, hunk. It was Chris Hemsworth. I remember my celebrity voice. You looked it up. <laughs> don't lie. But after looking it up, I do remember who it was. Who? It's Jody Benson, a.k.a. the voice of the little Ariel the Little Mermaid. Yes, that is correct. I remember you telling me that, and we both said, yeah, but Kurt Russell. So. <laughs> yeah, that Maybe she'll cool. do her aerial voice, though. You know who's after Kurt Russell? I do not. Warwick Davis. Oh, I bet <laughs> he does a really good job. He does it every year, too, I think, and along with Neil Patrick Harris and Edward mm-hmm. James almost. It's cool. When we were at Disneyland last year, they were doing the candlelight processional the first night we were there, so it was really cool seeing it in a different perspective. We didn't watch it because it was a madhouse there that yeah. night. Um, at least in, in Epcot, they have enough room, but... If you've been to Disneyland, you can fit it right in your pocket. <laughs> Official Epcot Center historian of the podcast, Ben, tweeted, Best Friends episode is the one where Ross got high. When they all start yelling each other's secrets, it's priceless. But the best is when Ross is eating the trifle Rachel made and says, It tastes like feet. Oh, yeah. That line delivery kills me every single time. It tastes like feet. We were talking about Friends a few weeks ago, but that is that is my favorite one of my favorite Friends moments. Too. But Joey really liked it. What's not to like? Uh, cake, good. Whipped cream, good. Beet, ground beef, good. <laughs> you know, uh, that was awesome. And finally, Stacy D tweeted, listening to the TFP podcast on Thanksgiving morning as I work. It's like bringing friends along. Thanks for always brightening my week. That was really nice. It brightened my Thanksgiving to see that. Yay. Mailbag closed. <laughs> All right. So next week, uh, we are back with another round of Would You Rather. We're recording it later tonight. So um, we did a couple of tweets, but I, I don't think if you have Would You Rathers, you're going to be able to send them in. So send them in. We'll put them in the hopper for next Would You Rather. But we haven't done Would You Rather in a long time. I'm very excited about it. So that's going on tonight. You can visit us online at tfppodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at slash tfppodcast. We're on Twitter at tfp underscore podcast. Um, if you'd like to spread the word, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, tell everyone you know, whether they like Disney or not, to subscribe to our show. Um, remember, we're having some technical issues right now, but we're trying to work those out. So uh, if you are experiencing issues, um, email us in, let us know, uh, just so that we can add that to our support ticket. Uh, that's info at tfppodcast.com. If you'd like to help us cover the cost of equipment and hosting and such with no additional cost to you, you can use our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.tfppodcast.com. Every time you shop on Amazon, when you use that link, Amazon gives us a small percentage of what you purchase in that session because we referred you. Uh, don't forget our t-shirts on TeePublic. That's shop.tfppodcast.com. And if you'd like to get access to our additional content, TFP Extra, Extra. and TFP Exclusive, Exclusive. Uh, you can uh, become a Patreon saint over at patreon.com slash podcast. Any amount gets you access to the additional content, and $10 or more gets you early access to it. That's all I got. Anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you real soon. Adios. Well, if this rumor is to be... B- b- oh. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, the new Jedi... The last, the new last. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is coming. Ah, dun 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 dun. Jingle bells. <laughs> Christmas is coming. <laughs>
remember me Though I have to say goodbye, remember me Don't let it make you cry For even if I'm far away, I hold you in my heart I sing a secret song to you each night we are apart Remember me Though I have to travel far, remember me Each time you hear a sad guitar Know that I'm with you the only way that I can be Until you're in my arms again Remember me Until you're in my arms 